This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama's congressional Republicans are approving of the latest move coming from the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy announced on Tuesday that he has approved the launch of an impeachment inquiry against Joe Biden regarding the family business dealings while he was vice president. McCarthy referred to it as a culture of corruption. Congressman Robert Adderholt says it's time to hold President Biden and his administration accountable. Congressman Jerry Carl said that Biden has repeatedly used public office to enrich himself and his family. Congressman Dale Strong and Barry Moore both approved of this latest move. Alabama Congressman Gary Palmer is talking about efforts to relocate the temporary headquarters of Space Command from Colorado to Huntsville. Palmer spoke about it with CBS 42 News. Well, as, as you just said, Chairman Rogers is going to hold a, a hearing next week, and I've talked with Chairman Jamie Comer, the Oversight Committee, and he's committed to holding hearings because we think that this was purely a political decision. We think there were some things done that... Uh, were inappropriate. Um, I think that there was money spent to rent facilities out in Colorado Springs at Peterson Air Force Base or, or just off the base that were never never authorized for that purpose. And so we think this is purely a, a political decision. We want to get to the bottom of it. A graduation ceremony is coming from within the Alabama Department of Corrections this Thursday. There will be 60 trainees who will graduate from the Alabama Criminal Justice Training Center after 10 weeks of instruction. This will be the ADOC's largest graduating class and will help in their effort to boost staffing within the agency. The ADOC says that increases to salaries and starting rates for officers that were approved recently by the state have now incentivized more applications for positions within the ADOC. And the president of the Public Service Commission has a challenger. Twinkle Cavanaugh is the current president of the PSC. Businessman Robert Lane McCollum announced this week that he will be seeking to get the Republican nomination in the primary race for this position. McCollum was going to run for the probate judge position in Tallapoosa County, but told 1819 News that a conservative state like Alabama cannot stand four more years of swamp creatures like Cavanaugh raising the utility bills year after year. McCollum also challenged Chip Beaker for place two on the Alabama Public Service Commission back in the midterm elections of 2022. McCollum is a private business owner in Dadeville. Yesterday, I featured a segment from the Full Measure Report by national reporter Cheryl Atkinson about a Birmingham doctor's life-saving work. Here is another interview that Atkinson had with a former UAB doctor who had serious side effects from COVID and the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, which caused him to seek out Birmingham doctor Jordan Vaughn for his effective treatment. Another physician who sought Dr. Vaughn's help is 88-year-old Donald Carmichael, a retired vascular surgeon and former professor of surgery at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. He and his wife, Mary Alice, both vaccinated and boosted, say they got COVID more than once. The last time, a near killer for him. Thought he was not going to live through the night. Our son, who is a friend of Dr. Jordan Vaughn, said, we're not taking you anywhere else except to him in the morning. His treatment put him back in basically in full health. And he was so giddy, I thought he had lost his mind. Vaughn is the CEO of MedHelp, and he sat down and spoke with Atkinson about where his latest studies into long COVID and the vaccine led him. 
So we are designed all to make fibrin. Fibrin is one of the first kind of response mechanisms. Forms a clot if you're injured or yeah, something? Yeah, it's like a, yeah, trauma, infection, all those kind of things. You're going to make fibrin in, as a response to that. But the fibrin you usually make is, again, like spaghetti that just came out of the colander. But the fibrin that you make in response to the spike protein that's associated with COVID and the vaccine is kind of like burnt spaghetti with cheese in it that you have to get a Brillo pad and get it off the bottom of a, of a casserole dish with. And in that sense, that's why it's so unique. It's resistant to being broken down. Literally everyone, when they have the spike protein exposure from either the vaccine or from the infection, you're gonna make some of these amyloid fibrin. The question is who can get rid of them? And if you can't get rid of them, they sludge up the small vessels and inhibit the delivery of substrates, and those are things like red blood cells, which carry oxygen. And so in that case, if you can't get oxygen to tissues, you're gonna have significant dysfunction at every level. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the deal between Iran and the Biden administration is apparently approved and moving forward. The Associated Press reports that Biden has agreed to pay the terrorist regime $6 billion in exchange for five American citizens. The Biden administration has issued a blanket waiver on the international transfer of $6 billion in frozen assets and Iranian money that had been placed under sanctions. Five Iranian prisoners here in the U.S. will also be sent back to Iran as part of the deal. AP even noted that the move from Biden will likely upset Republicans in Congress because it will boost the Iranian economy and increase the threat that country has on getting more involved in the Middle East. Republicans in Congress are upset, but not about this latest development. They're finally ready to take action against Joe Biden for things that he did years ago as vice president while his son Hunter Biden was selling the family brand to foreign entities. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced the official beginning of an impeachment inquiry. That's why today I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. The move from McCarthy comes on the same day that Florida Congressman Matt Gates threw down the gauntlet on the House floor when it comes to McCarthy and his past eight months of leadership within the U.S. House. Joe Biden deserves impeachment for converting the vice presidency into an ATM machine for virtually his entire family. We all see it. We all know it. Now, moments ago, Speaker McCarthy endorsed an impeachment inquiry. This is a baby step following weeks of pressure from House conservatives to do more. We must move faster. Now, I will concede that the votes I have called for will likely fail term limits, balanced budgets, maybe even impeachment. I am prepared for that eventuality because at least if we take votes, the American people get to see who's fighting for them and who's willing to tolerate more corruption and business as usual. Mr. Speaker, dust off our written January agreement. You have a copy reflect on the spirit of that agreement and build on the start that we had moments ago. Begin to comply. No continuing resolutions, individual spending bills are bust, votes on balanced budgets and term limits, subpoenas for Hunter Biden and the members of the Biden family who've been grifting off of this country and the impeachment for Joe Biden that he so richly deserves. Do these things or face a motion to vacate the chair. 
The House Subcommittee on COVID has released a bombshell letter that they just sent to the director of the CIA, William Burns. The letter reveals that a senior-level CIA whistleblower contacted the House Subcommittee about how the CIA was paying off six analysts who had scientific expertise so that they would change their position on the origins of the COVID-19 virus and diminish the whole lab leak theory, pushing instead for the theory that it came from animals. Now the subcommittee wants all of the communications and documents related to and leading up to the review that came from these six analysts. That review may have also involved other government agencies like the National Institute for Health and the Department of Health and Human Services. The letter also says that the financial incentives that were given by the CIA were significant in size and were successful in changing the analysis outcome. The subcommittee is stepping into the situation as part of their oversight authority into government agencies. A reporter for InfoWars, Owen Schroyer, has been sentenced to 60 days in prison for being in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021. Schroyer never entered the Capitol building. The reason for the charges against Schroyer involve his questioning of the 2020 election results on the InfoWars programming. Schroer has been fighting this legal battle for two years, and he pleaded guilty to a lesser misdemeanor charge in order to end the whole case. The Republican gubernatorial candidate who ran for governor in Arizona in 2022 has had her day in an appeals court. Carrie Lake's lawsuit against the signature ballot verification process that was used in Maricopa County was presented in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals on Tuesday. And straight-up pornography in the form of words were read within a congressional committee by Louisiana Senator John Kennedy. The Senate committee hearing was regarding book bans. Kennedy read a portion from a book for children, which was extremely explicit. I put some on and got him on his knees. And I began to behind. I him and kissed him while he baited. And he expressed frustration with those at the hearing who were not answering his questions about who is the ultimate authority in approving or disapproving these types of books in a library. All Boys Aren't Blue, the scene you mentioned, is about sexual abuse. I know what it's about. It's not What erotic. would you do in terms of making the books available? Would you say anybody can see them or they have to be in a special session? Students who do not read books like All Boys Aren't Blue cannot learn what is appropriate. I understand that. They cannot learn I understand, but none of you want to answer my question. You come here and you say censorship is bad, and of course it's bad. But the obvious response is, okay, you heard the books we're talking about. Okay, we're not talking about Catcher in the Rye. So tell me what you want, who gets to decide. And all I've heard is the librarians. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 